Welcome to Groundwater Canada, the podcast, where we talk about issues of interest to the groundwater industry. Groundwater Canada is a national trade publication for water well, geotechnical and environmental drillers, pump installers, scientists, engineers, product suppliers, and others whose work relates to groundwater. Welcome to Groundwater Canada's inaugural Women in Groundwater podcast. My name is Mike Jiggins, editor of Groundwater Canada. This past spring, we solicited nominations from the industry to recognize some of the leading women in this profession. The response was overwhelming, and we thank those who took the time to nominate the many deserving women who have made notable careers in the groundwater industry. Groundwater Canada wishes to thank M. Beauregard Drilling Equipment and Heron Instruments for their sponsorship of this program. Our panel of judges selected four women from among the long list of nominees. In this, the third in a series of four podcasts, we'll hear from Norma Thompson, owner of Kensington PEI-based Thompson Well Drilling and Geothermal. Her story, as well as that of our other three honorees, appeared in print in our fall issue and can be read online in its entirety at www.groundwatercanada.com. Before we hear Norma's story, let's listen to these messages from our sponsors. Beauregard Equipment is a proud sponsor of Groundwater Canada's Women in Groundwater promotion. Congratulations to the four selected honorees. We're based in Quebec and are dealers of SRAM, NUMA and Johnson Screens Equipment. We will be happy to assist you with all your well drilling needs. Contact us for new and used equipment, parts, repairs and advice. Heron Instruments is one of the largest manufacturers of groundwater instrumentation in North America and located right here in Canada. Warm wishes from Heron Instruments and staff to the women featured in this podcast series. Heron Equipment is widely used in multiple industry sectors where water management is required, including water well drilling, environmental engineering, and mining, to name a few. We sell and ship our products to more than 80 countries around the world. Watch for our new 2023 Heron product catalog coming soon. Joining us on this podcast is Norma's son, Edward, who has provided us with some additional information about the family business. Let's now hear from Norma. Your husband, Carl, recently passed away after a long career operating the company. Describe the challenge you faced in taking over as sole owner and operator. Dad was diagnosed in 2019 with pancreatic cancer. In March of that year, he had a Whipple surgery. Yeah, nine-hour surgery. Um, he recovered from that and I guess he thought that he was cured. cured. He he started in December not feeling too well and uh, he was diagnosed in January, about 10 days before he passed away, that he had um, liver cancer. It was quite challenging, but I have good staff and I've had, uh, my family has been great to, um, to help me as well or Give me moral support, I guess you should say. How long has your company been in business? Over 25 years, probably almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. What area does your company serve? There's probably three major um, well drilling suppliers on the island. Uh, Manderson's and Moore's would be the other two. McDonald's and there's down east, but we go go all over the island. We go from east to west. What are your strategies for serving customer needs? Oh dear. Um, if you ex- well, they've you guys have expanded into geo into uh, like yeah. not just well drilling but geothermal yeah. heating. Geo- geothermal heating and um, just the other the regular heat pumps. Heat pumps. Yeah. 
So there seems to be uh, a lot more interest now in the geothermal heating. That's been for, for a few years now, yeah. Does geothermal represent a smaller percentage of the overall business, perhaps 10 or 15 percent? I think it would perhaps be a little more, maybe between 30 and 40. We're getting busier, getting more calls, getting there's more interest, and we've been putting more in in the year, I'd say. So, yeah, there's uh, the environment's changed, right? So things are getting, th the temperatures are getting warmer here now in the summers. So you're getting longer summers and earlier, like milder winters. Milder winters. Yeah. And um, there's been rebate programs put out too by it. Yes. For, uh, for yeah. heat pumps and stuff yes. too in the past. Yeah. So that's kind of what's, that's what's caused consumers to kind of um, rethink um, like heat and cooling. More so air conditioning now and in the, in the summer because it things, the environment has changed here quite a bit. Like since, since I grew up here, we never used to have air conditioning at all. No. Right? There was never a need for it. But now it's, now it's become more humid in the summers and they're, uh, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for people to tolerate the heat. What do you see from an Atlantic Canadian perspective as the challenges the drilling industry is facing? One of the things you have an issue with is um, on the island, on like uh, suburban areas, like it's all well drilled here, right? So in over the last... In 10, 15 years, the uh, in the farming industry, they put in a lot of commercial um, irrigation systems. Some um, impacted like uh, groundwater uh, wells for uh, for a lot of people. Dad, Dad was really he really was very vocal here in the industry about that about uh, these commercial wells that were being put in by uh, bigger corporations, like um, because of the concern for you know um, the impact that it was having on the groundwater system. So that's one thing in terms of the impact on the industry. The other thing is the is the labor finding trade people with uh, the right ticketing and licensing to uh, to do drilling. It's um, that creates that creates an impact as well. Dad was ticketed as a licensed driller, but then when he passed away, that meant we lost somebody with the ability to do that. It kind of handlocked mom for a while, but then. We were able to talk to the local water authority to grandfather over licensing to one of our employees that had, had a number of hours built up and he was able to write the exam and, and do and do that. But I think it's tough in the entire industry to find the appropriate people to run the equipment and to entice them to either come here or to actually for people to get into the trade itself. What advice would you give women who might be thinking about a career in this industry? Well, you've got to hang in there for sure, and you've got to um, you've got to be strong-willed, I think, and know what you're doing. I'm still learning. This is quite a learning experience for me. You've got to be hard-headed. Well, you got to be persistent. Persistent, right? and you've got to be. I think you got to draw attention to the industry because it's an industry that there's not not too there's many. There's no there's no women in the industry. You're no. the only one on the island that owns a, a well yeah. well and geothermal drilling company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. not it's a lot of hard work. It's a of lot of it is, but it's a lot of worry. It's um it's different and you have to like you have to like what you're doing. You got to like people. And you have to be a people person. You got to be like yeah. people. You got to like uh, like you said you got to treat you got to understand your staff, I think. You got to you got to um 
empower your staff to because you you don't do day-to-day -day work like no. they do so you've got to have the right staff and you got to empower them to make their own make decisions uh, but I like uh, I think I'd be like my husband I like to get out and and meet the people too, be out among the people she has to put her heart and soul into it though and and work work like crazy well that's so that's the point is you could have easily closed the doors or you could have like there'd be there's lots of um, there's lots of people that would purchase the business but you decided to keep it and keep going so um, that there is kind of a indication of, of persistence and uh, and wanting to kind of um, you know see how far you can take it I think there's lots of potential in the industry. Edward, I understand you work for a company outside this industry and is based in Ontario, but you help your mother with her business. I'm available to help mom. My sister helps out as well. Our, our brother-in-law actually kind of manages the day-to-day -day operations. He's kind of the general manager. Mom's put him in charge of kind of running day-to-day -day operations, but mom still controls everything and manages the books and manages the the staff and staffing it's very important to have good staff too and and uh, treat them well and pay them well do you have any thoughts about retiring anytime soon it's full speed ahead for the present but i don't know how long that will be because i'm getting a little older and i won't say how old but i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting a little older I'm, I'm below 80 but i'm above 70. so um i i suppose sometime i will have to think about retiring my husband he didn't want to retire but uh, i think maybe sometime but I'm, right now right now it's full speed ahead tell us a little bit about your late husband who had founded the company so you had that memorial for dad last week and a bunch of uh suppliers from the industry showed up just no? new brunswick new brunswick? New, new brunswick and nova scotia so anyway my husband was um, i guess very well known i didn't realize how much impact he had uh, on people's lives and a lot of people showed up uh people that he did business with uh people that he drilled wells for and put in geothermal and they all had a lot of nice things to say about him Thank you, Norma and Edward. Be sure to join us again soon for the fourth and final episode in this podcast series. We'll hear from Danny Now Jancy, a driller in training with Milton, Ontario-based Geoenvironmental Drilling, Inc. Thank you for listening to Groundwater Canada, the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with others in the industry and let us know what you'd like to hear in future episodes.